welcome to the High Performance Couples Podcast, a spinoff of the High Performance Insider Podcast. I'm certified high performance coach, Amanda Faust. And I'm David Faust. And we are coming together to share our mission to help couples lead high performing lives. We weren't always a high performance couple, but through working on ourselves as individuals and striving for a next level relationship, we have developed methods to help us continually move towards our highest potential. And we want to help you do the same. Join us as we walk through our highs, like growing our family and finding freedom through entrepreneurship, and our lows, like life after addiction and putting together the brokenness of our marriage, and of course, everything in between. You will walk away with actionable strategies to implement in your own marriage, your business, and overall everyday life. Are you ready? Let's dive right in. Welcome to the High Performance Couples Podcast. This is episode 11, how to have a high-performing summer with your kids home. Happy summer, everyone. Happy summer. We already are a few weeks in, but I actually know some people in the West Coast are just starting their summers. That's right. So I hope it's going well so far. Yeah. So wherever you're at, we want this episode to be a practical way to still have a high-performing summer while enjoying it and being present with your family. Yes. So I think we have three things that we want to cover in this episode. Yeah. But before we jump in, how's your summer going, David? (laughs) It's going well. I really enjoy summers. Summers are just a fun time for me because one, kids are home. And I know a lot of people like freak out of that or like dread it, but I actually really look forward to it. I think because we're intentional about it, we set some good habits around it. We make it work and it's fun just to see the kids like out playing and out like using their imaginations. We watched Hook the other night and I just saw the kids out playing Pirates and Peter Pan. So it's always fun just to see the kids out playing. But yeah, it's it's good just being able to to be around family and being present and also still being productive with work. Yeah, we like having the kids home during the summer and no diss on those of you who you know, have a difficult time with summers. We've been there too. We've had a few summers in our lifetime where it's like, this is not working. When do they go back? (laughs) And also catch us in a month or so. We might be feeling that way too. But right now we're enjoying it. It's all rainbows and butterflies. (laughs) No, it's not all rainbows (laughs) and butterflies. But we definitely have some things put in place that we've done for the last few years that have really helped us enjoy our summers and help the kids enjoy it too. So we're excited to help you. Yeah. And I would say too, like this is one of the, like last year, I think worked well, but this is one of the getting into the years that have worked through summers. Like the first couple were pretty rough because we didn't have such great things in place. And that's well, as you said, why we want to share what we've learned so that hopefully we can help some of you formulate and build your own habits. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So the first thing that we do is it sounds obvious, but we plan ahead. So Number one is plan ahead during your summers. And that can mean a variety of things. Okay. That's pretty vague. Most of you might be thinking like, yeah, okay. I plan ahead, but let's actually dig into what that looks like. So at the beginning of the summer, you may or may not be at the beginning of your summer, or you might already be a few weeks in and you can still do this. It's okay. But we try to anticipate any sort of thing that could pop up and be ready for it. So one of the examples of those, you can actually go to my Instagram at Amanda K K A Y Faust. And on there, I have like a highlight that kind of goes over how we set up summer. And what that looks like is we have 
like little grab bags ready to go for mm-hmm. all the different activities. At the beginning of the summer, we had the kids clean out their rooms and get little things ready in their rooms for quick adventures that we want to take as a family. So we like to travel a lot. And so we have like their suitcase and a couple items that are like go to just travel items that they have ready. We have a little area in each of their rooms where they have their swim stuff for if we want to go take a swim adventure. If we get invited to someone's pool, we do not have a pool, maybe one day. (laughs) Or if we just want to go to a local spot and go swimming, we have that. They get that ready. And then we also have bags that they take when we go on bike rides, which has like a couple things like a granola bar or their water bottle, all that kind of stuff ready to go to. And the reason why we did that is we work full time. And so when we get off work, We found ourselves a few summers ago feeling like by the time we got everything ready to go on an adventure, it was too late to go on the adventure. (laughs) It would be like seven o'clock by the time everyone had what they needed. And so now we just have everything ready to go. And one of those things too is in the back of my vehicle, I have a large bag with snacks and sunscreen and bug spray and extra towels and plates for random picnics and a bunch of stuff just organized and thrown in there in case we're like, let's go have dinner outside today, guys. We don't have to go like spend forever getting everything ready we just have to grab some food throw it in the bag and everything else is good to go yeah that's exactly right and one of the things that we do as well that was coming to my mind that maybe jumping a little bit ahead but is like what you were saying about how we would always have to prepare and get ready after work and sometimes it'd be seven o'clock before we were ready but by having those things in place we're able to get out the door but most importantly as well, we reset those things when we get home. Mm-hmm. So it's at the end of the activity instead of trying to do it beforehand, which we we found out the hard way. A couple of times we realized it wasn't working. We weren't ready to get out the door. Or it was too late by the time we got out the door. But then once we were able to reset after the event, then we were able to get ahead of it. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but it was like the worst when I would come out of my office and I'd be like, okay, kids, it's time to go to the pool, for example. And then they'd be like, I can't find my swimsuit. Oh, where's my towel? Oh, I'm missing (laughs) a shoe. Yeah. Like, and it would just be like, oh my gosh, I'm just over it now. Like I don't even want to go. And so it just helps you actually approach your adventures with your family with like the right mindset too, because I always hated when we would be arguing and all that, trying to like get everything ready to go and then get in the car and everybody's like, on edge. And now it's just like, we grab our stuff, we get in the car and we go and we can start our adventure, family adventure. Cause we do one each day. We can start that around five 30 or so. So the second thing we want to jump into was co-creating a daily schedule. I think that this was something that really set us up for success. And I'm not going to take credit for that. It was actually Amanda she created in Canva these little templates for the daily schedule. And then also it was a weekly schedule as well. So it kind of set up like it wasn't, it didn't go into great detail, but kind of like, Hey, here's what to look forward to for the week. But then what really set it apart was that daily schedule. I mean, it wasn't just us creating it and dictating it to our kids. It was, as I said, co-creating it with the kids being like, Hey, what do you guys like? Like even I remember like they came up with, turkey sandwiches like hey guys you want turkey sandwich like no we hate turkey sandwich and the man is like what if we had toasted turkey and they're like oh my gosh yes yeah we homeschool (laughs) my oldest son and 
I make him toasted turkey sandwiches and he thinks I'm like the best sandwich maker in the world. And all I do is toast the bread. And so when we were co-creating the summer schedule, we were mapping out different lunch ideas. And he said he wanted to make sure that that was on there. It's like, mom, you have to make the best sandwiches in the world. Why are they toasted turkey sandwiches? And everyone was like, oh my gosh, I have to have that. Yeah. So it was sitting down, having fun with them, doing the schedule. And so it wasn't just us giving it to them. It was creating fun and being intentional about them being a part of it so that so they had to look forward to something as well. Yeah. So learning to decide, like, what are the must do's in the summer? Like for us, we have a few kids that got a little bit behind academically and we want to make sure we are all caught up before they go back to school next year. And so we made some time for some summer school and we actually are doing it with all four kids because we don't want any of the kids to feel bad if they're doing summer school and the other ones aren't. So we just are making it fun for all of them. So we knew that that was a must to include summer school, but obviously we don't want that to be the entire summer. So we just asked them like, what are some activities you want to do? So as David said, we mapped out a daily schedule and a weekly schedule. The weekly schedule is just outlining the family activities so that they know what to look forward to. I try to look at the weather at the beginning of the week and see like what days are good for bike rides, what days are good for the park. What days are we just going to stay at home and try to do a game night or something like that? And I just want to also, this I feel like this is a good time to plug that it is not your job to create fun this summer for your kids. I feel like a lot of parents put pressure on themselves to entertain their kids. They hear, I'm bored a lot, and then they feel bad, especially working parents. But it is your job to just encourage your kids to learn how to create their own fun. So oftentimes if we hear, I'm bored, or I don't know what to do, we ask the question, well, what kind of fun could you create for yourself? And then they are like, they have to think outside of the box. And I try to include on each daily schedule, some ideas for how they can create fun. We have a local library nearby. We literally live next to a library. It's very, very nice, except for those library finds because our kids lose books all the time. But (laughs) anyway, we have that, we have different art things that they can do. We have a lot of options. So I always tell them to either figure out how to create their own fun or go to the board and look at activities. But we really try to make sure that they have a routine because honestly, as much as our kids think they want freedom and and honestly, there is freedom in routine, but they, they need routine. It is mass chaos when we just give them the whole day to figure it out. I mean, even as adults, we thrive better when we have a routine. And so we don't lock it so much in place that you know, every minute of the day is dictated. It's more like time blocking, I would say. So we'll have like quiet time in the morning. And that's another thing that we pre-organize is we have little baskets for them in the morning that they put their quiet time activities in. For us, they do like to read their Bibles and journal and stuff like that. But then they also have like a book they read or a sketch pad if they want to draw. And we just have like a quiet time in the morning after breakfast. And so I don't tell them, hey, your quiet time has to consist of X, Y, and Z. It's up to them. Whatever's in their basket, they take their basket. If it's nice outside, they go find a spot and they work on what's ever in there. Sometimes they'll go to their rooms, whatever they want to do. So we try to give them freedom within structure. A couple other things we have on our daily schedule is we have outdoor time with lots of activities for them to do. We have a activity time where for our daughter, she loves to sing. So we have like little voice lesson videos on YouTube that she does. Evelyn likes to have introverted time during that. The boys like to learn drawing. There's like a YouTube 
channel with drawing that we monitor and they enjoy trying to figure out how to draw this last week was like nike air forces or something like <laughs> they felt they pretty cool <laughs> yeah. um but trying to give them time to like also pour into the things that they love or that they're good at and we also have chore time because it's important that they maintain the house and keep their responsibilities there so anyway i've had a few people reach out to me and say what does your daily schedule look like? Because I took a video showing that we do a daily schedule, but it was hard to kind of see what the breakdown was. So if you want the breakdown, just message me. I'm happy to send it to you. Yeah, one thing that I wanted to reiterate that this is something when you co-create, it is something that the kids actually got really excited about. So I was unsure about how it would go. I knew it was a good idea in theory, but I didn't know practicality-wise how it was going to look. And I just remember the first morning. So we'll start the first morning and jump to present day, a couple weeks in, they ran out to look at the schedule to be like, what are we doing? Even though they created it and they knew what it was on there, they they wanted to come out and look at it and see what they're doing. So like what you had said earlier, they really do need and thrive off a schedule. They're, I mean, think about it. They're in school. They have a routine. They know what it is. They know what to expect. Uh, and so coming into summer, not knowing creates almost that chaos. So having that routine and schedule really helps them focus in and and it also helps behavior. And even a couple weeks in now, Amanda just traveled for a couple of days and I had done this schedule, but we run out of papers and I didn't have it on my laptop to print. So <laughs> I had to just write it on the board, but they were like, where's the schedule? And I was like, it's okay. We'll have them next week. <laughs> I had to write it manually on a piece of paper. Like, anyway, they like consistency. They like the schedule and it's working out really well. Yeah. Yeah. So try to do one that fits your family best. If it's just having a couple things scheduled, do it that way. If it's a full schedule, you can do it that way. Don't feel like it. There, there's a specific one way to do it. I'm all about finding what works for you, but having some sort of structure really, really helps us have a high performing summer. And it really helps us not feel so frustrated because oftentimes we all go into the day with expectations. And if they're not aligned, which having six of us, they would mm. never be aligned. <laughs> And it produces a lot of conflict. Whereas if we all know, and we all agree, this is what the day is going to look like. And yes, there's room for flexibility. There's a two hour time block in the afternoon for them to kind of do whatever they want. It's called rest time. <laughs> I mean, if I was a kid, I would just take a nap, but they don't seem to want to do that. I don't understand that yet. <laughs> so they kind of just have some free time during that time. So it doesn't mean that they're locked in forever, but it does help them know like, oh, it's time for me to go and start this thing next without me having to get on them so much. Yeah, that, that actually comes into our third point, being intentional and setting morning intentions. Yes, so setting morning intentions is our third tip for a successful summer. And a lot of the time we try to just approach our day and see what happens, or at least that's when I say we, I don't mean David and I, but I just mean like society, right? It's like, well, it's a new day. Let's see what happens. And instead of letting the day happen to you, I really recommend deciding how you want the day to look. And that doesn't mean that, well, if I decide it's going to look like X, Y, and Z, that that's going to happen. Of course, things change. Unexpected things out of our control can pop up. But if we set intentions as a family early on for how the day is going to look, it really helps everybody keep a positive attitude and come together to problem solve when the day is not going that mm -hmm. way. I think that's great. And I think that it's not only intentions with kids, but it's intentions with each other. Something that you and I have to do is set intentions of 
kind of our work schedules of if there are, you know, we talked about kids activities or things to expect for that week. It also applies to Amanda and I and our, our work and either goals we have set or something that is going to disrupt that schedule on our daily routine. So just being intentional about setting expectations with each other and how the day is going to look really kind of sets it up for success. Yeah. To go along with that, I feel like with David's work, he, his work is not inside the home. Yes. He quote unquote can work from home because he's an entrepreneur and he can do what he wants, but he's on the job sites. He's working on houses. He's running into Menards and Lowe's every five seconds. (laughs) Yeah. And every 10 seconds now. (laughs) And so oftentimes he'll let me know, Hey, this is which house I'm going to be at. This is for how long I'm going to have to go to Menards at this time. And sometimes he'll take a kid with him. Sometimes he won't. It depends on kind of what they want to do and whether or not it's actually going to be helpful or hurtful to have Mm -hmm. a kid that day, depending on what his project is. And so that'll help me know okay, is he going to be there to help? Is he going to be there to supervise? Is he not? Okay, well, then I'm going to have to plan my calls around that. And then vice versa, I still have calls. I'm still coaching. I still have client calls through my marketing business, Homegrown. And so I'll tell him, you know, at this time, I can absolutely not be interrupted, which means, hey, you're in charge. You got to keep the kids quiet. And then there's other times where I'm like, yeah, I have calls from this time to this time, but it's okay. You know, if the kids interrupt, no worries. And then we know. So that way I'm not frustrated with him. Like, where were you? I had this important call and the kids were interrupting or vice versa. Like I was supposed to leave to this house and I can't now. So just being able to set intentions in the morning and with the kids, I tell them my call schedule. I'm like, these are the times that I put these activities because I need you to not bother me. And then they know when they're allowed to ask questions and when they're not. So again, it just helps be proactive about conflict. Yeah. And I think one of the most important things is to be present with your spouse and your kids and then also have fun. That's why we always have something fun that we do that day with an activity so that even though things can get stressful at some points, we always know and have something to look forward to that, hey, it's also a reward if you guys do well and behave and we stick to the routine and we get things done and mom and dad can finish all the work then we have this fun thing which right now it's biking we are all have our bikes and we're a biking family we're now, biker, bikers <laughs> we're gonna get leather jackets soon all bikers. but no we are the biking family we is that the right way to say i don't know but anyways you can let us know if i'm saying it wrong but we like to bike and it's our kind of a reward and activity at the end of the day. As long as everything goes smoothly, it's that point where we get to have fun as a family. It's kind of fun because it is like every person's on their own bike and you pull up next to a kid and you can just have that one-on-one conversation. Yeah, we do a lot of one-on-one time on the bikes Yeah, because the kids will kind of take turns who they ride next to and then we swap and we're able to just talk about the day and, and just listen to each other and it's just fun. But speaking of having fun, just another reminder that you can do that very simply. Like today, there was a fort built in our home and the kids had so much fun playing in the fort and that was their fun. It doesn't have to be these big planned activities and it doesn't even have to involve you. Let your kids plan their fun and, you know, take the pressure off. Just enjoy and be present. Yeah. The fort became a pirate ship. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going back to the hook movie. But anyway, so, we hope these tips were helpful for you. We want you to have a successful, high-performing summer. And do you have anything else to close us out, David? Yeah. Just remember, I think that be present, have fun, and remember to be intentional about setting expectations for day and having a schedule. And hopefully those are some points that can help your summer be more successful. If you have any questions on how to organize your summer, how to plan your daily routine, any questions about some of the tips we gave, feel free to reach out. I'd love to chat and help. We don't have it all down perfectly, but we have put some things in place that we know if you do, you will enjoy your summer even more. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the High Performance Couples Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review to help us spread the word. Also, we wanted to let you know about a free resource we created that you don't want to miss. We love helping couples find ways to connect and go deep with one another. No more surface level conversation. It's time to really get to know one another on a deeper level. So we created high performance couples conversation cards to download for your next date night. Head to the link in our show notes to download our free couples conversation cards and take your dates to the next level. Then email Amanda at highperformanceinsider.com and let us know what you think. Until next time, keep pursuing your highest potential.